Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTMembers.com and I'm here with another 7-day guide to help you lose fat, gain muscle and this week we're really actually going to focus on helping you lose lower belly fat and work your lower abs. Now, you know, it's a debate whether lower abs exist. I mean, truly there is just one muscle that runs from your ribs down to your pelvis and that is your rectus abdominis and it's not separated into lower ab muscles and upper ab muscles, but certainly you feel certain exercises in different ways. And we're going to be talking about that program that will help you achieve losing belly fat and also working your abdominals in a way that you've never felt before. Powerful workout from 2008, April edition, and it's called uh, Turbulence Training Amazing Lower Abs. We're going to talk about that now, it's also been a very controversial week. I was nearly banned from having my articles on MSN.com, on Microsoft's website, because of my article about the five reasons that cardio is lame. And a couple endurance athletes didn't take too kindly to my thoughts there, and so they got very foul-mouthed, very vulgar, and uh, were swearing uh, about the article. And I got some feedback from the editor, but... Fortunately, some turbulence training readers read the article and, and posted many good comments on there as well. So I appreciate that, and it looks like I'm going to live to write another day for MSN and some other articles there. Now, just a couple other updates. I've got uh, a new article in Maxim Magazine, so now for all those folks who buy Maxim Magazine for the articles, you can pick up, I believe it's the April issue. could be March, could be April. I'm not sure. I haven't taken a look at it yet. But uh, I've got a workout in there for guys. Um, the, the whole premise was on losing man boobs. We know that we can't spot reduce. It's all about losing body fat from all over. But you can check that out in the Maxim magazine. Then I was also working on a new fat loss workout for women. And I was doing that for a women's health magazine. And I posted a version of that workout with beginner alternatives on my blog at ttfatloss.com. So that's my new blog. And I hope that Everybody checks that out. Now, last week I had a very eventful weekend. Of course, all the events were PG, of course. Nothing crazy going on in my life. But I was down in Vegas and I had uh, some excellent dinners. I hung out with some friends. I went to a, an interesting seminar outside the fitness industry and learned from a lot of people, talked to a lot of interesting people from all over the world. And I've got a rundown of you know, how you can avoid losing fat while traveling. And I talked about what I did while I was in Vegas and you can read that article also on my blog at ttfatloss.com. I believe that was the March 23rd article of that week. So the other big news for this week is that we're 25% through the year. We, you know, one quarter of the way. We're three months done. And so it's really important that we focus on our goals if we haven't achieved them. I mean, I'm certainly with the transformationcontest.com, we've had a lot of people make a lot of incredible changes, and you're going to see the um, final voting come up for the, for the full contest in the next couple of weeks, and some people have just made some incredible fat loss improvements. So that's big, but if you haven't reached your goals, then that is their main transformation tip that I want to talk about this week. It's time for you to review your goals. I also want you to take a look at your short-term and long-term goals if you haven't set them then set three short-term and three long-term goals. Be very specific. Talk about how you're going to achieve those. So I also want you to have some out, 
not just outcome goals, but also process goals. So if you want to lose 12 pounds in 12 weeks, then planning your nutrition is a process goal. So every Sunday you sit down and you plan your nutrition. I'm very much a believer in following lists. I have checklists for tons of things that I do every day. And so I highly recommend that you get some checklists as well and put those into your life and, and that will help you to get your work done and to uh, follow your goals and achieve your goals and do all the steps that you need to take in order to help you lose fat. Now, there's one resource that I highly recommend and it's written by my friend Dax Moy and the program is called The Magic 100 and you can find this program at magicfatburning.com and it's a goal-setting achievement or a goal achievement program. He calls it goal achievement, not just goal setting because it really is about achieving your goals. And basically what you do is you set a hundred different goals you want to achieve in the next hundred days. And I do this every three months and I really enjoy it and I really look forward to it. And what I've accomplished is just so many things. Uh, it's from not just health and fitness, but it's also uh, personal goals and travel goals and financial goals and even just, you know, a few consumer goals. So, you know, some buying some cool things or watching some movies or renting some movies, you know, just, you know, making sure that I put down that I, I fit that stuff in. You know, I want to watch five movies at the movie theater over the course of the next hundred days and putting that type of information in helps you stick to your goals so you don't let life get in the way. So, very important that you use checklists and you use the Magic Fat Burning Program and all this type of stuff to help you achieve more in the remainder of 2009. So let's look very optimistically at what we can do. You know, it's a crazy world out there right now, but you know what? Don't worry about it. Just focus on what you can accomplish because truly you can do a lot and have great success this year. Now, a good program for helping you do that is the Amazing Lower Abs Program that we're going to go through for the rest of this call. Again, this is April 2008, and we're going to start by taking a look at Workout A, which starts with a superset of pull-ups combined with knee-ups. So when you do your pull-up, as you pull your chest up to the bar, your knees come up to your chest, and then as you slowly lower back down to the full extension position, your knees also drop down. So it's like doing two exercises in one. And the first time you do that, the eccentric motion, the lowering motion, is really going to stress your abdominals, and you will feel that in the lower portion of the abdominals, maybe the obliques uh, inserting down into the lower position. But, I mean, that is an incredible exercise. Now, of course, that's an advanced exercise. If you can't do uh, pull-ups, then maybe you can just do the knee-up portion. And if you can't even do knee-ups, then we'll need to have you do dumbbell rows, which aren't ex necessarily the same. Obviously, you won't get the same results, but if you're advanced, you can do pull-ups with knee-ups and I'm telling you, that was my abdominal exercise of the year last year, by far. I really enjoyed that one. Now, you're going to pair the pull-ups with knee-ups with dumbbell chest press, so it's a very powerful upper body superset that you're doing here. Then you're going to do dumbbell reverse lunges paired with decline Spider-Man push-ups. So as you can see, this is a very advanced workout, and you're going to do as many repetitions as you can in that decline Spider-Man push-up. And so what that means is you'll have your feet up on a bench, and as you lower your chest down to the ground with your hands on the floor, of course, you're going to bring your knee up to your elbow on one side, and then as you push back up, your foot will return back to the bench and you'll alternate sides. So very, very difficult exercise. Now that's it for the supersets. You're going to go from there into an abdominal circuit, 
And I've got two options here for you. And I also want to say this, no matter what level you're starting at, only do one circuit in week one. So only one round of this three exercise abdominal circuit. So you're going to start with hanging leg raise for 10 repetitions. Now that's with the straight legs, not the bent knees. Then you're going to do kneeling cable abs, and then you're going to do cable chops. So obviously that, ex that circuit needs to be done in a gym. <clears throat> so I also have an alternative circuit for you. Now originally we had stability ball curl-ups in there, you know, stability ball crunches is what people call them. But I've removed that from the circuit because, again, we're not going to put any crunches in the turbulence training programs. So the circuit becomes just a simple superset. And you're going to do stability ball rollout and cross-body mountain climbers. So if you can't do that gym superset or gym circuit, you're going to do this uh, bodyweight circuit you can do, or bodyweight superset you can do any place. So... For more information, to go over all those exercises, make sure you go to my blog, ttfatloss.com, and we'll put all of this information up on the blog so that you can see all the exercises, the order that they belong in, and also the notes about only doing one circuit or one round of that superset in your first workout when you try this program. And obviously, you can also get the full program with the pictures and all the exercises from turbulencetraining.com forward slash workouts. All right, so let's move on into Tuesday. Our 30 minutes of activity day, of course. And today I want to talk about muscle building. So we're switching it up a little bit. And, uh, you know, of course, this isn't really connected to the 30 minutes of activity. You know, we all know that stay active on our off days. But I just want to go into a bit of a discussion about how much muscle should a guy have if he really wants to look good on the beach. Because I get a lot of emails coming in from people, you know, from guys predominantly saying, you know, I, I need to lose body fat but they're very skinny, and they do have belly fat to lose to get their six-pack abs. But if they lost any more weight, they would look absolutely terrible. I'm just going to be blunt here. You'd look terrible if you're five foot eight and 145 pounds. You've got to gain some weight. I mean, end of story. If you want to look good on the beach, you're not going to look good on the beach if you get down to 9% body fat at 135 pounds. You're going to look terrible. So I want you to focus on building muscle mass if you are below certain uh, weight levels for certain height levels. And you can go through all of them on my blog at ttfatloss.com, but the bottom line is this. 5'8", 160 is a standard, and for every inch shorter, subtract 5 pounds. So if you're 5'6", it could be 150, and for every inch taller, you add 5 pounds. So if you're 6 feet tall, it's 180 pounds. Those are the limits. If you're below those at a certain height, I highly recommend you gain muscle mass if you want to look good on the beach. Now, I've changed those in the in the, the original ones, the original guidelines that I put together were the 160 at 5'8". But then I kind of waffled a bit, and, and I didn't uh, be as hardcore as I should have been, and I let it go down to 150. But I've, but I've changed my mind. My, going with my gut, my original numbers were correct. So 5'8", 160 is the lower limit for my height. If I go below 160, man, I've got to gain some weight. I mean, I'm 180 now, 182 now. And you know what? I could still gain some muscle mass, and, and I wouldn't be huge. I wouldn't look, you know, too big, not by a long shot. I mean, I need, I need to get another 20 pounds before I even get in that zip code of looking too big. So if you really want to look good on the beach, most guys need to gain muscle mass, not lose more weight. All right, so let's go into Wednesdays. Turbulence training, amazing lower abs, workout B. We're going to start with a dumbbell close split squat. So that's just a split squat with a 
smaller stance than usual. So instead of taking a slightly larger than normal step, you'll just take a normal step out and work your quadriceps up a little bit more. And then you're going to pair that with push-ups where your hands are on the bench and your feet are on the ball. And so your toes are up on the ball, not uh, your shoelaces. Your toes are up on the ball and you know your abs are going to be working really hard to keep your body in a straight line there. A little bit harder than regular push-ups. I'm going to do at least 15 repetitions there. If you can do more, keep going. But of course, train safe. And if you are uncomfortable doing that, just do the push-ups. Do a, a difficult push-up. doesn't matter what it is. Just do a difficult version of push-ups that you feel safe and comfortable doing. After that superset, you're going to move on into the dumbbell one-arm squat and press. Eight repetitions per side. So you're going to hold a dumbbell at shoulder height, squat down. As you come up, press it overhead. And then high repetition dumbbell rows because this is an incredible exercise for working your obliques. And we talked about this on recent calls for one of the other abdominal training programs. But pick a weight that you think is going to be a challenge for 15 repetitions. And then without cheating or twisting your body too much, get 20 repetitions. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but if you've been training in the gym for a while, you know that once you get into higher repetitions, that a lot of the limitations are simply mindset limitations and that you can probably get a few more repetitions with good form before you quit, but most people quit before they get all the repetitions. So make sure that you use good form, but I want you to get 20 repetitions per side and focus on that. So that's that superset. And then you're going to finish off with kettlebell or dumbbell swings, 20 repetitions. You're going to do... Uh, 20 reps, then rest 30 seconds and repeat that two more times. So it's just a little mini interval circuit there. Then you're going to finish off with ab circuit, planks with your arm on the ball. So that is, according to Men's Health, 30% harder than doing a regular plank. Then you do stability ball jackknife rotation, where you bring your knees up to your chest, but to one side, then your legs go back out and you do the other side. And then a side plank with a 45-second hold per side. So that's it for that ab circuit for workout B. Now we're going to move in and take a look at my workout, and just by coincidence, I'm actually doing this workout today in an hour from now, the second workout of my week. So again, I'm on a three-day program to build muscle mass and get stronger, and the first, program, first workout of the week was really upper body focused with a bit of um, hamstring and glute exercises. Today, we're focusing more on squatting and a little bit of upper body pulling and pushing. So the first exercise is a medium stance squat. So in my last program, I was doing a narrow stance squat. This time, I'm going to take my feet a little bit wider apart and work up again to about three to five repetition maximum and also do a drop set for a little bit of volume after. I'm going to do two sets of pull-ups. I'm going to do front squats, uh, probably paired with those pull-ups. And then I'm going to do dumbbell shoulder presses paired with uh, cable abs. I might also do overhead squats in the program depending on <clears throat> time limit. So it's a lot of squatting today. And in the next program that we'll talk about next week, there'll be more deadlifting-type movements. All right, so then into Thursday, another day to get 30 minutes of activity and just pick something that you enjoy, going for a long walk, getting some body weight circuits in. You know, if you really like to do cardio on machines, by all means, go and do it as long as you enjoy it. The only thing I'm truly against is people doing exercise they don't like to do. In, in all honesty, there's only 20 minutes of mandatory exercise that people must do, and that's at least 
two sessions of 10 minutes of resistance training every week. Everything else, I mean, you have to stay active. You have to be exercising. But the only form of exercise that you must absolutely do, in my opinion, is that you need to do at least some resistance training because you can go on hike and never have to worry about doing traditional cardio. But even if you go on hike, you still need to do resistance training for full health benefits, you know, to be strong and to maintain your muscle mass. Because as you get older, you know, people that slip and fall when they're older, a lot of the times because they're not strong enough. And so if you were only doing hiking and walking and, and you know, cardio types of activity, you might have a good cardiovascular system, but you won't have the strength and you may, you know, when you're 80 years old, lose your balance because you're not strong enough, break your hip, and that's it. And it could all be avoided if you've done just a, you know, a minimum of 10, 20 minutes of strength training once, or, you know, twice per week. So 10 minutes twice per week, I believe, is a minimum. You can get a lot done in a short amount of time. Obviously, a little bit more would be more beneficial. But that's the only mandatory activity. I mean, again, you have to, you know, the, there is mandatory activity. You must stay active and you must be fit. But the only stuff that you absolutely have to do is some of that resistance training. Everything else, you can just choose whatever you prefer for, for health purposes. But again, only do stuff that you enjoy because life's too short to be standing on a treadmill reading a magazine and watching TV at the same time while doing exercise at a low intensity and not getting any results. All right, so I also want to talk about, you know, sticking to your diet while traveling and sticking to your program. And I did do another blog post at ttfatloss.com, and I highly recommend you check that out. All right, into Friday. Now, the abs program that we've gone over is only a two-day uh, or a two-workout program. So you go workout A, workout B, workout A, and then next week you do workout B, workout A, and workout B. And then, obviously, start with workout A in third week. But we still need to cover a workout here on the Friday. And I want to talk about bodyweight ex exercises for fat loss. Pardon me. So bodyweight circuits, my general formula that I'm using now when I'm designing bodyweight circuits is to start with a very quick movement. Uh, you know, I call it dynamic movement for lack of a better word. Uh, something like jumping jacks or running in place. That's the very first type of movement, a total body fast movement. Then we do a simple lower body exercise, like a squat, prisoner squat, bodyweight squat, hip extension if you're a beginner. Then we'll do an easy upper body exercise, such as easy push-ups, kneeling push-ups, incline push-ups, whatever. This is, you know, those first two bodyweight exercises are warm-ups. And then we start getting a little bit harder. So then we'll go into a single leg lower body exercise, split squats, step-ups, lunges, whatever. And then we'll go into a hard upper body exercise, could be another push-up or it could be a rowing type exercise. And then we'll do another lower body exercise. And then we'll do a total body ab exercise with mountain climbers, Spider-Man climbs, hang knee raise, uh, plank with arms on the ball, stability ball rollout, something like that. And then we'll finish off with another power type quick movement such as jumps or skipping or sprints or burpees or whatever. And that's our eight exercise bodyweight circuit. And then we may just continue going through that without rest, or we might take a rest and, re and before we go and repeat that again. And that is the system that I've built for the bodyweight circuits. That's how I like it. Obviously, we'll start changing that up in the future as we run through all the varieties of that. But, you I mean, really, you can go on there, almost endless variety. All right, so Saturday, we're going to move into social support. 
And now I really want you to give some, your, this question some thought today. It's a really powerful question. And uh, it's really about finding your deep emotional why that you want to lose the weight. I mean, it's not just about losing five pounds. It's, it's much, much you know, deeper than that. It might be your greatest fear, your worst nightmare. It might be some rude comment someone said to you. It might be your wedding coming up. Um, you know, that's you know, your greatest fear of not being able to fit into your tuxedo or to your wedding dress on your wedding day. And so, I mean, you really have to think about what's your deep emotional why for wanting to lose weight. And once you know that, then you can really put it down on paper and set your goals and get committed to it. But if you only say, oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds, it's not a real strong commitment. It goes back to our goal setting at the top there. You know, if, if you don't want to die alone, then... That is your deep emotional reason for going out there and trying to find someone to spend the rest of your life with. But if you just say, oh, I want to go and get a you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, that's just a casual, casual commitment to the goal. But if, you know, if you've got it really focused, if that's your greatest fear, your worst nightmare, or some really strong benefit to you, and you can put that down on paper, that's the only type of stuff that will make you take action. Because if you just say, I want to lose 10 pounds, you know, next thing you know, you'll be ordering the pizza on Sunday. All right, so really good article on this is on my other blog, and you can find this. It's a guest post from my friend Daniel Monday down in Australia, and the website to read this article is http colon forward slash forward slash snipurl.com yfatloss. So W-H-Y-F-A-T-L-O-S-S. And that will help you find your great emotional why that you want to lose fat. And that will help you get more results. I promise you that. All right, then. Into Sunday. Planning, shopping, and preparing. Take some time. Do that. One of the new things I added to uh, my diet this week was almond hazelnut butter at the recommendation of someone on Twitter. And uh, it's addicting. I'll tell you that much. It's a little bit weird at the first, but, man, it is it is really, really good stuff. And... Uh, Probably going through it a little faster than I need to be, but you know what? If you're looking for an alternative to almond butter or peanut butter, give that a try. You will enjoy it. And I also came across some interesting research that showed that eating more fruits and vegetables lowers your risk of heart disease, and it does so in what they call a dose-dependent manner. And that simply means the more fruits and vegetables you eat, the lower your risk of heart disease. And I truly believe that no matter how much you work out, Nothing is more important than your nutrition for not only your fat loss, but also your cardiovascular health. So when people, you know, give me a hard time, oh, how can you say don't do cardio, you need it for your cardiovascular health, and then they go and eat, you know, chips or fries or whatever that contains trans fats, I mean, it's a joke because they don't realize that they're killing themselves with nutrition and no exercise can overcome that uh, deadly poison they're putting in their body. So... That's what I truly believe about uh, health and nutrition and fat loss and that fruits and vegetables should be a huge part of your diet. Uh, Baby step your way. And what I mean by that is to simply start by improving over what you did yesterday. If you only had half an apple yesterday, have a full apple today. Add a vegetable the day after that. Two days from now, add another serving of another fruit or vegetable and improve your diet because... Truly, there is nothing that you can do that is better for you, for your energy, your mental energy, your ability to do so much in a day, to focus, 
to lose fat, to feel great, to have better sex. There's nothing that you can do that's more important than to change your diet and get more fruits and vegetables and whole natural foods into your diet. So I strongly recommend it. I highly recommend it. I can't recommend it enough. And you may have mentioned I highly recommend it. So I just want to uh, to wish you a great week. I hope you enjoy the Amazing Lower Abs program. And uh, if you have any questions about it, please let me know. And please tell me how you're changing your nutrition. In case you didn't notice, I highly recommend that you do. And I also want to tell you about next week. We're going to talk about one bodyweight exercise you should never do. So this is going to surprise a few people because a lot of people are doing it. Uh, we're also going to talk about the truth about negative calorie foods, which are a complete joke. And uh, I am amazed that, that any fitness expert would actually believe there is such a thing. They should lose their certification for ever using that phrase. And we're going to talk about the new AAA TT abs workout for April 2009. So I look forward to speaking with you next week. Hope that I've stirred up some controversy, stirred up an, uh, a reason for you to go and think about your emotional why for weight loss. I really hope this has been helpful for you. This is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com, TTMembers.com, and TTFatLoss.com. Looking forward to speaking with you next week.